this week's episode is on sex. No! Please, Monroe. Please, Monroe. Please, Monroe. That's a lot of spit in my mouth. Hello and welcome to another episode of Calling Monroe. I am your juicy host, Rebra Ranger, and I'm joined by my funny little friend who is most notable for writing the lyrics to the happy birthday song. It's Gucci Mane. Mm. How you feeling? Happy birthday. A happy birthday, indeed. Uh, what's up? I'm good. Is that an answer I'm, to the question I'm, I just I'm, asked? I'm a good human being. What's up? I'm good. Yeah, I'm a good human. Okay, fine. Uh, I know Monroe's in a rush. Not that I've already spoken to him because we haven't called him yet, but do you want to call him? Is he a good human? Uh, I If my parents asked, I would say yes. Yeah. So I guess he is. Let's call him. Let's call this, let's call this good human. What's up, folks? Hey, Monroe. Would you say you're a good human? Uh, no, but that's because everyone is a bad human. True. But aren't just everyone a human? If someone says something about themselves, uh, makes a positive claim about themselves, yeah. is it ever true? Yes. Yes. Is it often true? Yes. Yes. Know. If it's like not objective, if it's like someone says, I'm a good person... Like, doesn't everyone, like, can you put, hmm. if someone, okay, let, let's phrase it another way. Let's phrase it another way. If someone makes a positive, subjective claim about themselves, can you can you ever take that claim seriously? Like, is there any weight to that at all? Uh, yes, yeah. with the exception of when people are talking about themselves as kind and generous mm. and good. I mean, everyone says they're kind and generous and loyal. and Some are more uh, than others, though. Yeah, but yeah, no but, one's really kind and generous. You know, I, like, I, like the... the generosity I have and the kindness I have only extends to my bubble. As humans, you're just kind and generous within your bubble, which is your friend group or used to be your tribe or whatever. And beyond that, you don't give a fuck. You're just a nasty little shit who just hoards resources and doesn't share them. Absolutely. And this leads us on to today's topic of Israel versus Palestine. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to go in depth. (laughs) I was watching a football game yesterday illegally. Uh, is that something I can claim on? The, yeah, I mean everyone does it. And uh, I was watching this, and on these illegal football streams, there's always a goddamn chat box. Mm. I don't know why, so that random people can talk to each other anonymously. I don't know. It's the worst. It's the worst feature, and it's always filled mm. with the worst chat you could ever imagine. It's horrendous. Mm. And yesterday they were literally discussing Israel versus Palestine. <laughs> like that's not the p- time or place boys stop i don't know if i've spoken to this before on the podcast but the the, uh, the university societies love doing this same thing as well so there was uh the the bristol uni societies all have to meet up periodically so they can discuss funding and blah blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. and 
they each have opportunity to speak, and obviously you assume they're going to bring up the relevant things to the societies. And and like no one's saying that Israel and Palestine is not a key issue. Just like trying to cure malaria is a very important thing, but mm-hmm. bringing it up in the context of that meeting does not help anyone. And they ended up spending most of the meeting discussing Israel and Palestine. Like, what, what, what? exactly are you going to achieve here, guys? All you're achieving is, is a the- worse outcome for the societies and a net neutral benefit to Israel and Palestine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's absolutely not the time or place. No. But those people that decided to engage in that anyway. Can't you say the time is all right, but the space is wrong? Okay, the, <laughs> because Ranaki, it doesn't matter where it is. <laughs> there might be a place. It's fine. Good time. Glass it's good Gucci. that it's in the middle of the day. Oh my god! When I say he's not wrong, Ranaki, he's wrong. I'm talking about I'm talking about the specific spatio-temporal coordinates. So exactly there and then as one unit. Okay. Right. Because space and time are one. You wouldn't usually have to define those sort of concepts to make such a statement, but but on this podcast, you do. Being friends with Guzion demands it. Demands a lot. It demands. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Guzion, tell us something that's happened to you recently that you think is interesting and fun. We never hear from you. Last, I was ed- editing last week's episode, and you said like four things. Yeah, what did I say? I don't. I, Let's not discuss that now. Say something new. <laughs> you want to hear something that happened to me? Yeah. Uh, I ate lobster yesterday for lunch. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Overrated or underrated? Ooh, very, actually, very it's, good question. It's good. I, I like it. Lobster is good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my was- God. Kind of a politician's answer in a way, you know. You did answer the question in a way. You just yeah, yeah you answered the question it. that you wanted to be asked. Maybe yeah. Is it un? Th- this is an incredibly good question. Is lobster underrated or overrated? Because I would say there's a a pretty good chance it's overrated. I mean, it has it has to be overrated. Anything anything that like like New Year or weddings, anything that's hyped, just ha- by definition has to be overrated. But lobster no, is but tasty. It is good. It is tasty. But I wouldn't say it's okay. significantly <laughs> more tasty than jumbo prawns, like king prawns or something. Oh, no, no. But it's definitely... Uh, the thing. texture is different. The texture is uh, better than for shrimp and prawns. Mm. I mean, there must be a it's, reason why it's popular. It's not. No, the- see, this This is a, a good topic, right? I wrote this on my board a long time ago. Uh I apparently have erased it, so I don't know what it, it was exactly. But something, there's not always a reason for something. Well, there is always a reason for something being popular, but that reason does not have to be, yeah. and it's probably it not often be a good one. the quality. It's not, it has nothing to do with quality, right? Agreed. Quality or equality? Either. Uh, <laughs> I mean, equality is totally irrelevant here. <laughs> don't just say something and try to sound smart. <laughs> Like, uh, whether or not a Drake song becomes popular has nothing to do with that individual song's merits. Mm. Say, repeat that. It doesn't doesn't have to be. You just, it's independent. It's an independent, uh, independent outcome. Independent, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Whether or not, as now, if Drake released a song today, whether or not that song is massively popular is an independent outcome so, of the, that song's quality. Are you sure it's independent? It's almost, I know, it's not fully independent, but it's... V- it has to meet a very low bar for it to become popular because it's already Drake putting it out there, 
right? Yeah, but it could... The Here is the thing. Is it more often that it is good, or is it more often that it is not good, but it's hyped? The second one. It's more yeah, often that something the is distribution. not good, but I'm saying the distribution. How do you... Yes. Do, do you know... So you mean it is good that is more common? <laughs> Oh, I don't know what you're trying to say. So it's more common that it is good, and that's the reason why it becomes popular. No, that's less it's common. It's because it's hyped. Yes. This is statistics you do not know. <laughs> but this is statistics you are That's a dangerous argument to make, because that would create the entire podcast <sighs> to be irrelevant if we, if we can only say things that we know about. <laughs> this is, I'm quite clearly here making... Uh, a claim that I believe to be true despite the fact that I don't have hard evidence. That's what I'm doing right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's what I do for almost everything that I say. Okay. Right? This, I've, have I said this before? This pisses me off. Uh, when I say something yeah. that's cl- like, not this, because that there I was making, like, there I was trying to basically state a fact. But when you say something like, um, if I were to go, uh, coconut tastes like shit. Yeah. <laughs> then I have. I think I've talked about this on the on the podcast before. Where I say that, and someone's like, "You can't just say that." Like, there are so many people that think coconut is good, and I'm like, I don't have to qualify the fact that if I say coconut tastes like shit, I'm saying, in my personal opinion, coconut does not taste good. Although your opinion may be different from mine, I think you need to get new friends if you're getting picked up on that. Uh, yeah, I. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I think it's dumb. Uh, but I do think that, yeah, hype definitely has a lot more to do with something being popular. It's a bit like the, like we, I'm more likely to watch a film with an actor that I like in it if Tom Hanks is in it or something. But there are probably countless actors that are equally as good as him. You just want to be in a job where your personality is prevalent to the you, to the people buying your product. What? So have I, have I... Told you guys, it it is a segue, but it is within the context. It's about hyping stuff. Okay. Do you know? Have I said you like about this? The way I I check if you know anything about movies. That I have two questions. Okay. Oh wait. Uh, I think you. I don't think I've done again. it in the podcast. I have. No, I've never heard these two questions before. So I start by asking, "Do you like Avatar the movie?" And then I say, "Oh, it's just basically a remake of Pocahontas." We've had this conversation yeah. before. This mm. has been on the podcast. But anyway, what's the second one? Has it one? been in the podcast? No, yeah, not, anyway, not in the context the of your question. questions, though. No, 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 exactly. But if people say, yeah, it was good, then I'm like, you have no clue what you're saying. <laughs> then I say, knocked up. Was that a good movie? That With is Ro- an incredible movie. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I answered correctly so to both questions. The two, yes. The, these are the two questions that you ask. If people say, People tend to say that the opposite way. Mm. But Avatar's good and Knocked Up is bad. Yeah. Well, knocked Up is funny. I don't know if I've met a human that didn't like Knocked Up, except that woman that was in Knocked Up. But I haven't met her, so. True. Mm. No, but I mean, like, people that do not realize to note out that movie. Because mm, it is. So it's a classically shit movie. Yeah. You'd expect, like, it's, it's a trashy movie that you do. It's not like saying, if you said, What's my favorite movie? And like everyone would be like, oh, Shawshank Redemption or The Godfather, whereas Knocked Up yeah. is would seem more trashy, but it is actually a really good film. Yeah, th- that's what I this mean. This is actually a very good point that you just made there inadvertently. Shawshank Redemption would not be 
people's favorite movie if it wasn't already people's favorite movie. Yeah, I yeah, think. Exactly. Shawshank Redemption is the ultimate hype machine. I mean, it's I, pretty I good, but enjoyed it's not, that film and watched it multiple times. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine, but it's yeah, not. It's better uh, than fine. It's not fucking it's not incredible. The, it's not the best movie ever made by no, a long no, shot. No, but it's it tops like almost every list. But then it's a bit like yeah. Budweiser, you know, like to to be the best beer, you just have to. You can't be too good in anyone's eyes because you just have to get you, a very large. I cannot believe you're using Budweiser. Are you as an telling Budweiser, Budweiser is like good, shit? Yeah, but it's very saying? popular. It's incredibly popular, and it just has to appeal <laughs> yeah. to a large audience. Whereas if you have a yeah, niche beer that true. is very delicious to certain people, it's probably got a very particular taste to it that's not going to appeal to the masses. <laughs> yeah. And I've made this claim that things are... So this is when you guys call me a hater and a hipster and everything. But if things are too popular, they're usually shit. Because they're too Oof. watered down. Like, they're not good. They're, uh. good. they're they're only popular... They're only so popular because they can appeal to everyone. And by be appealing to everyone, they need to be, like, literally they or need metaphorically to a, flavorless. No, they need to meet a threshold but of good. But are not better? What? If they are for wider audience, aren't they better than... No, they're not. They're, they're less... They're toned down in every way in order to appeal to most people. They are the peaks are very low. I I I don't know. It can't be it can't be confusing. It can't be offensive. It can't be like it can't be anything except just pretty bland and like make but, you feel kind Michael of Michael McIntyre. There humor. are things I mean, but there are things that are popular that are good. Like what? Like what? I mean <laughs> cellular telephones. Okay, that that's a very difficult one. Throwing just mobile phones out there. They're very popular. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if Shoes. I'll allow this as an example. Okay, this sort of shit is ridiculous. It has to be a specific it has to be a very specific thing. It has to be like uh, like Drake's music. Mm. For example, it's inoffensive and flavorless. See, I think what you're missing though is that it's not that it is worse in every way. To be popular, it has to be good up to a threshold point so that enough people like it, yeah. but it can't go into too many niche areas so that's anyone's favorite. Mm. So by going for something popular, you are likely to get a certain standard. You're just not likely to get your socks blown off by it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know how I feel about this, but I know how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a well-made point, but I also don't want to be wrong. <laughs> but like a food, something that is good food. Right. I mean, food, I guess, is different because it's such a... Or is it different? I don't know. Like, I have a friend who claims that nobody's favorite food is chicken nuggets. He says that it is impossible it's yours. for it's chicken... Yours. It's, no, it's not. It's yours, no, no, it isn't. I've seen you eat it a lot. Chicken nuggets? Yeah. I'll eat your chicken nuggets. Chicken burgers are my favorite food, I think. Hmm. But you put uh, nuggets in a burger. I have. I will replace... Because, I mean, a chicken burger patty is essentially just a large nugget, mm. right? Okay, <laughs> but I have a friend who claims that the chicken nugget cannot be anyone's favorite food because it's bland. It's impossible. You can. He said you can like chicken nuggets, but you can't love them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is there is there a point to that? I think I'm sure the point is that he's, that he's somebody wrong. does love it. Mm. I had this con this same conversation though with a friend the other day about people's favorites and and these things, and we were talking about movies. So I guess Shawshank is a good one to talk about. And we were talking about, like, uh, Avengers movies. Like, she made the claim. So I said Avengers movies, first of all, are not good, is the claim I'm going to make. Uh, mm. Second of all, they are a lot of people's favorite movies. She 
agreed with me that they're not actually good, but she says they're entertaining, which I guess I'll I'll allow. How can they not be uh, good but be entertaining? What what uh, metric is she measuring? Whoa, those are that's what. Then you are a, an absolute pleb if that's how you measure a film. <laughs> Why do you? I watch but a anyways, film to be entertained. No, you don't. What? Then you're just a. Then you might as well just go masturbate. Like, <laughs> there's more. There's more to life than what? just like mindless entertainment. She says. So the point is, Avengers movies are entertaining, but they're not good. Uh, and she set, makes the claim that they are nobody's favorite movies, whereas I say they are not good, uh, debatably entertaining, uh, and but they are plenty of people's favorite movies. What is your take on all this? So I agree that there are plenty of people's favorite movies. I think they also are good because they meet that they meet the threshold for being a good film. They're not they're not like out there making you think about life or anything, but they meet that threshold for good. So that's ticked and they are entertaining. What is your threshold for good then? I, that's subjective. I don't know, but I have like they definitely are that th- those films are definitely up there with it. But will will you be entertained by a dramatic movie that is actually good? Yes. Is that an entertainment or is that a you want to feel odd or something like that? Like uh, if you watch like a very artsy, like weird movie that's incredibly good, like is it entertaining though? See, I don't know if I've ever watched a really weird artsy movie before. Okay. But see, the the point here is that Avengers movies are not good, even though they're entertaining. (laughs) There's a clear difference there. They're obviously not good. Of course they're not. They're just, they're paint by numbers. Like they're all the same plot. They're just like made to be loud and colorful so that people will sit there and then like, yeah, it's really good. And then come out and like nothing really happened and it changed nothing. There's no content. It's basically, it's like a soda. You're just drinking empty calories and saying that it's good. Like Coke tastes good, but it's not good. Like, come on now. I think they did. Did they not do taste tests with Coke and Pepsi and people preferred the Pepsi? (laughs) Is this from last week? That's what Pepsi Pepsi says this all the time. Yeah, they? like wait, I fucking love us and bland taste tests. But then I think Coke then redid the tests, and it turned out that it was basically just the the letter on the bottle was more of what dictated what people preferred than what was actually in the contents of the cans. People don't know what they like. Mm. Is the what we're gonna? But they want it. The conclusion we're gonna reach here. They they want it. They want to be given something they like, and they want to be. I think people basically just want to be told what they like and then given that and then sort of feel good that they like it. And that's a whole like this whole circle of everyone sort of pats themselves on the back for just fitting in this circle of like. Is that true? Uh, I think that's a very bitter and superior view of the world. It's not superior. Not No, uh, not superior. That it's was not the wrong like way. elitist. Elitist. That's, thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's not, though. Like, I'm not saying that I'm a, I'm like outside of that. Hmm. I hate everyone, myself included. <laughs> so, um, I don't think that's true, though. I think you. I think you give people too much credit. Like you, I started you, this podcast by saying everyone's bad, and we only care about people within our bubble. Yeah, and yet you give people too much credit, in my opinion. Yeah. So maybe I give people too little credit, but mm. I think that I think that being popular is a like when it comes to media, if something is too popular. It's almost like a, and it's an incredibly, which one? It's either accurate or, or sensitive. That's why it's we're really glad tested. that we've only got a really niche audience for calling Monroe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, yeah, exactly. But like, it's, <laughs> it's a very good test. It's a very good indicator of whether something is actually bad is if it's super popular. 
like Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's podcast is not good. I'm going to say that on the podcast. Yeah, I agree with you. I've I've listened to a few of his podcasts, and anytime I've known anything about yeah. what they're talking about, it, he doesn't know shit. It's just like he what? Know and his questions are yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not good. So something being something being popular enough is a, an extremely good indicator of it sucking, unless it's a, a consumer product, because that's often just like. Like an indication I, that's well I, I engineered. I feel like right? it, it's not really an indicator of quality. I think that's it. Yeah, but you're I'm almost going... saying you're almost saying it is a negative correlation. Yeah, I'm saying that once you hit a I'm certain level, I'm saying there of isn't a correlation. There isn't. Okay. I would agree on that. But you are you're almost saying it's the opposite. I'm saying that I'm saying it's a complicated landscape. But once you hit a certain level of popularity, then I think it's a negative predictor. There's like a middle ground where the, it's a wild west. And I anything mean, goes. you already said it was independent of each other, and then you're now claiming it isn't. Oh my god! Why are you so difficult? It's just, to, like I just think it's a funny claim. No, because I mean, I think first time you say it's <sighs> independent, and then you want there is to be a negative correlation. <laughs> Manuel, would you agree that? There's a sort of central thesis that I'm making that's relatively easy to tease out from the words that I'm saying. Uh, no, I think your claims are just a bit all over the place, and you're kind of saying one thing and then completely reversing <laughs> yeah. it. And no, now yeah. you're doing you're doing this on purpose right now. <laughs> right now you're doing this on purpose. <clears throat> Don't do this. Don't feed the troll. We did get a a message from okay. Mr. Gundel of the Gundel Bundle oh, part God. of the show. <laughs> Um, we need to start call it, giving him different names so that it sounds like we get messages. <laughs> <Yeah. people. laughs> so he sent me. Call him something else now. Call him something else. Uh, but Gundam, I don't know. He needs the credit. You know, he he's a committed fan of the show. He needs the credit. Yeah, he does need the credit. Um, so he sent me this thing, which was from I don't know some shower thoughts Reddit subreddit I think. Mm-hmm. It's basically talking about the fact that people will swim in the ocean despite the fact that they know there are definitely corpses in there. Yeah. But people will not swim in a pool with a corpse. And by extension, mm-hmm. <laughs> humans have a corpse to water ratio that they find acceptable for them to swim in. Yeah. <laughs> and he's proposed it's, it's a, it's the metric good, that we measure it being, because we know that the ocean is 10,000 litres. We've already established that. Yeah. That's true. Um, yeah. So corpses <laughs> per 10,000 litres is the metric that we Damn. can use to... Yeah. Define this. This goes for everything though, right? Like uh poop is the big one. Poop is a big one. Like there's a certain level of poop. The, everything has a threshold that you would prefer to not exceed, right? And for most things, it's like being aware of them. Mm, the visual threshold. Or just any any sensory threshold, right? Yeah. So like if you smell poop in your food, that's you draw the line, right? Or if you see poop in your food, or if you see a report that says there's too much poop in your food. Anything that like clues you in on the fact that this thing is present is not good. I think right? what like you wouldn't swim in the if you see a corpse in a bay, you wouldn't swim in that bay. Um, it's a proximity thing have, as well. I've done that before. <laughs> you swam in a corpse bay? I yeah, I swam in the Ganges, <laughs> and there are like you, you see bodies. Yeah, but in did there. you see the corpse? Yeah, while so, you were swimming? No, whilst I was swimming. I mean, no, they burned them. They burned them, and then they throw out the um, remains. Isn't it? Yeah. But that was that was also not like I don't know. It wasn't it wasn't necessarily a decision I would recommend my child does. I mean, aren't they basically burning just by the river? Well, they do, but I think they're also so I can't remember the exact rules now. But you want to go so so you want to go to a, a city called Varanasi and get 
cremated there and then get your ashes put into the Ganges because uh, Ganges is viewed as as a as a god basically and Mm -hmm. if you do that then you can escape the cycles of reincarnation and so then you can just go straight I can't remember it's straight to the top cycle or if it's to a version of heaven or something um however if I can't remember what there, there were certain caveats there were certain clauses I think it might have been if you were died by snake bite, and if you died by suicide, I can't remember. Don't quote me on that. But there were certain clauses that meant you weren't allowed to be cremated, and so your body was just let loose into the Ganges. Mm. Just au naturel. Oh, na- yeah. Well, it was kind of wrapped up. But then there was. But then you sometimes see that like they will get washed back ashore, and then the dogs are eating them. And mm. yeah. yeah. God. Uh, but you wouldn't go swimming next to a corpse. No. No. And you like, yeah, exactly. If you can see, like, if you are aware of the corpse in your presence, right, that's not, you wouldn't want to swim there. I think what you've kind of inadvertently just recreated there was the fact that ignorance is truly bliss. Out of sight, out of mind is absolutely mm. a thing, right? Yeah, yeah. 100%. Out of sensory range, out of mind. Like, uh, let me throw, throw an example your way. Uh, Let's say you go to the toilet hmm. uh, and you pull down your pants and you sit down. And then you look down and you see that in your underwear there is a skid mark. Mm-hmm. And it's relatively meaty. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, at that point, that th- those underwear, that those, those underpants that you're wearing are not super uh, nice to you. And you wouldn't necessarily want to pull them back up and put them on, right? No, agreed. But once you have put them on and leave the bathroom, do you care anymore? <laughs> that that's a tricky one. I think <laughs> I think that depends on how busy my day is. How many other uh, distracting things? It's not that things... busy, but you're at you're at the mall. I'm at the mall. If I think at the <laughs> at the mall, I would care, especially if you're at the mall. You're probably going to be, you know, if I'm at the age where I'm hanging out at the mall, I'm probably no, at an age now, where I'm now. still. Oh, it's now. Um, I not assuming I couldn't smell it. I guess you know you'd get over it. I yeah, think right. I'd be a little bit paranoid about the smell. You might have a few mm. dogs coming up to you, being a bit over enthusiastic in the mall. Uh, sure. <laughs> Why not? We're in this made up in my made up mall. You're allowed dogs, all right? That's actually something that I would like to change in the world. The mall should allow dogs. Hmm. But then you'd get dog hair and all. Like dog mm. dog owners are just like they treat their kids like parents. But they, but they find it cute and endearing when their kids are badly behaved, and they don't understand uh, why you don't no, those like are, it. Those are bad dog parents, right? Oh, those are the majority dog of dog parents. Yeah, but that's the majority of people, right? Because the majority mm-hmm. of kid parents also their parent their kids are dickheads in public, and they're they're also bad at at that. Everyone is the worst, right? But, <laughs> but but being a dog owner myself, I see dog owners all the time, and there's plenty of real good dog owners, and then mm. there's a then there's the shitty ones. Mm. I mean, I mean, yeah, that are good and bad of everything. Like, yeah, that's a difficult sentiment to disagree with. Exactly. Everyone sucks and is the worst. No, it wasn't. The worst wasn't people in my sort of after becoming a dog owner, the worst people are cat owners, and I'll tell you why. It's not just out of sort of a primal cat versus dog hatred that I'm saying this. I'm saying it because cat owners take no responsibility for their cats at all even like the quote unquote good cat owners they like they they're just like cats are made to prowl around so they just let them out of the house and they just do whatever the fuck they want and no responsibility at all 
Yeah, but what do you propose that it, what ca- what can a cat owner just, do? I mean, if the cat just wanders don't own and a does cat, shit then. in someone else's garden, what are you going to do with it? Well, okay, but then why can't you say the same thing about dogs? Like, why can't because I just you, open my door and let my dog run around? It's the same thing. Yeah, but you can have an element of control over your dog. And also, cats don't really hassle people. They kind of <clears throat> sit on the wall by themselves, and if you go, then they come over to you and say hello. But dogs yeah, but will come and things. run up to you and jump on you and put their paws up and get muddy and you're having a picnic and the dog's all of a sudden eating out your ham. and <laughs> Eating out your ham? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I don't, I don't know Sounds where that like came it. from. Um, <laughs> but the point stands, <laughs> despite the fact it was not eloquently put forth. I guess, but like cats, like fuck with wildlife. Yeah, they do. As well. they, they and they go into other people's birds. homes. Like my apartment in Reykjavik, the neighbor's cat was just coming into my house all the time. Like when I was out, if the like the the window didn't even have to be open, it just had to be like not on the latch, and the cat would open the fucking window and go into my house. <laughs> like, come on, man! <laughs> but it was just, insane. There's just nothing reasonable that you can expect. Just don't the cat own a cat owner to then. do. Cats are not pets. I'm going to throw this out there. Cats are not pets. Cats are wild animals and should be. If you're going to let it be a wild animal, just have it be a wild animal. Don't pretend like you're its owner. You're not. Yeah, it's it's like having a flatmate that doesn't add much to the flat. Yeah. And also like, yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Fuck cat owners. I'm a huge hater now because they're just ridiculous. And, and they... Like Ole's neighbors are cat owners, and I had the dog there, and the dog was like, like in the garden, and then the he was like, "What? Why is your dog like running around free? It's like here in the garden. Like this is our garden too." And he was like genuinely pissed off about that, but he was inside, so it made no difference to him. But his cat was also outside doing the exact same thing, so he took offense about the dog being outside. But he was perfectly like he didn't understand the hypocrisy of the fact that his cat was literally doing the exact same thing. But Ragnar, he lives there. Yeah, but Ole lives there. <laughs> yeah, but it's not his dog. But it's Ole's dog for like for all intents and purposes at that point in time. It's Ole's dog. Nice full pronunciation of all intents and purposes. Yeah, I always say everything correctly. As opposed to all intensive purposes. That's the sort of mistake that pisses me off. Uh like grammar mistakes where people just demonstrate the fact that they don't know what they're saying. Or like when people say et cetera as opposed to et cetera. Yeah, and when people say could of and stuff. Like you clearly just have no grasp of the grammar of the language you're speaking and that makes you look like an idiot. See, I take a very different view of language to you because I take the view that language is there to allow you to communicate and saying could have rather than could have. Everyone understands exactly what you're saying. So yeah, I don't really yeah, see sure, the issue Yeah, sure, they understand, but you still look like an idiot because you don't know what you're saying. Like you don't understand the the meaning of the words that you're throwing together enough to understand that the phrase could of makes no sense. Like, you don't understand the, no... the root of what you're saying, but you understand what you're saying. And any more than I don't understand the root of a lot of words that I now say that will have just been amalgamations like could have over time may actually become the standardized approach. Yeah, but it's different when you're, it's like sentence construction. It's it's not about words. Individual words, yeah, they're units that you learn. But sentence construction, if you don't even understand the meaning, like you throw together things that make abs- that are completely nonsensical. I don't respect that. I don't respect anyone, though. You know what I do respect? What? The fact that we live in a world where mm-hmm. jetpacks legitimately exist. They do exist, but I don't think I would ever fly one. Why not? 
because bro, there is so much room for error there. Yeah, now, but we'll let the, you know, adventurous folk have the next couple of years. Yeah, I'm talking, well, yeah, yeah, that's fine. But and I'm talking about in their current state, I would never fly one of those things. There were some, there were, the British Army released some uh, propaganda clips of them using jetpacks to mount ships, basically on the basis of uh, trying to get on board pirate ships quicker or whatever. Mm. And they looked sick. Yeah, I mean... I believe it, but I guess they, if the army has them, they probably have some like advanced steering, blah blah blah, something to keep you from being a bottle rocket. They're very iron, they're very Iron Man esque, I think. So they've got one one main jet propulsion, and then you have four engines, which are two on each hand, and you use those engines to steer and mm. to maneuver. Yeah, I mean, I could see it being a thing, but I could see it going bad. Like the iron, the actual Iron Man suit as depicted in the movies, that thing is like, it's unflyable, right? Like nobody <laughs> could do that. Absolutely, no one could do that. Uh, I don't know. I think with enough computer stabilization, yeah, yeah with it. computer stabilization, of course. Oh, but then you're not the one flying it. Basically, I'm talking about all it has is the thrusters that are as depicted, the ones in his like legs, arms, and back, or whatever. Yeah, and he's doing that flying shit, looking all like I, no one can do that. Yeah, but uh, like, uh, yeah, I right? don't know. That's all I'm saying. I think, all I'm saying. yeah, sure, sure. You, you can, <laughs> you can have that one. You can have that one. It'd be great if you could, but I just don't see it. I don't see it happening. Have we lost Guzion again? Yeah, he's he's clocked out. Hello. <laughs> you don't hear me. We hear you. Like someone is calling me, and I was. God, you're just taking a phone so call. We're not engaged. Confused. <laughs> oh my god! I just lost. I don't know why that someone is. How many episodes me. of of any podcast have you listened to yet, Gideon? Doesn't even have to be ours. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> not not like I have listened to like thirty five of ours or something. Have you actually? No, you haven't. Have you actually? Yes. Yeah, I think so. He's he's. You're on your phone right now. <laughs> I am. You can hardly answer as we're talking to you live on the I, podcast. I'm being, and I'm being asked, do you want pizza for dinner? And I said, yes. Thank you. <laughs> this is what you're doing. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what si- he's doing. It, it was my, my sister sent me a message. Do you want pizza? And I said, yes. And it took you, it t- completely <laughs> destroyed your concentration. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, but it's it's food, you know. You are a crazy person. You are absolutely um, ridiculous. <laughs> talking of food, my dinner's ready, and I've got are Mirage course to get to. Uh, should we talk about that on the podcast? You want to tell the folks at home where what you're going to? Yeah, I'm doing a marriage course, which has been so organized. You're not married yet, and you're already going to mar- to couples therapy. Yeah, damn straight. Um, Mel's mom's organized it, and they're doing it as a couple and then all the kids are all doing it it's quite cute mel's mom gives us some pennies to go and get a nice meal and then we organize to do it all on the same night and we meet up for half an hour beforehand and chat and then so what is it is it like learning to cooperate and talk about your problems well this week's episode is on sex no yeah you're going she so she mel is going to a 
therapy session on sex with her parents. Well, we all like we run through the course at the same time, but we're all muted, so no one like we go through the course as couples, and then at the end, okay. have a little chat. Oh my again. god! But yeah, it's gonna be awkward. Gonna be awkward. That sounds, honestly, that sounds like the worst thing I could possibly imagine doing. Uh, yeah, I get. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I cannot, I cannot put into words how bad that sounds for me personally. Mm, yeah, but like, do they expect you to be like a bad in a bad marriage or something? Uh, no, I think I think actually they have it's a, a very healthy treatment. view on marriage in the or just in in long term relationships. I guess just viewing them as something that just needs work, continual work, which I, is a view I fully support. Um, and mm. so this is just, you know, a little, Mel and I have been together for almost 10 years. We'll have a little, a little catch up, see how things are going. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that sounds awesome. And I'm really happy <laughs> for you. I really had to, my brain and mouth had to very much cooperate there to have that word not come out as the word awful. <laughs> <laughs> I could like feel it happening, but they, they put in a shift together and they got it done. <laughs> so that'll be fun for you talking about. Uh, your sex life with your in-laws and oh, that'll be awesome brothers-in-law and sisters-in-law god this is just who way who are you talking to way too much whom are you talking to no I just just Mel and I there's a video that runs and we just talk between us so the, it's the, it's not even like a live uh, instructor no no oh okay fair enough fair enough uh, still weird still a weird experience <laughs> it I think sounds weird and who is like Making did they make it? No, no. So it was. Oh, that it, would be even something better. You pay for. <laughs> something you pay for. Yeah, something Come you pay for. Come here, son. Yeah, I'm so. gonna teach you how to put on a condom. <laughs> <laughs> so no one listens. What do you mean? No one. Hopefully, listens? you're not gonna use condoms in a marriage. What do you well, mean? Hopefully, there's gonna be enough of children. Otherwise, oh, you don't right. get any grandchildren. That's true. Yeah. And grandchildren are the well, real money maker. Is that the point with marriage? <laughs> Uh, I guess that is the point of marriage to its core, or used to be. Now, what is the point of marriage? Financial stuff. So Mel's Mel's parents, they started doing this just randomly, or is it because they are having problems? <laughs> are they having problems in the bedroom? Or are they? What's the deal there? No, as I said, they just like to say periodically, this is a, a long-term, lifelong team that you're in, and you just need to keep... Working on it, which, yeah, can't vote. I can get bored with that. I'm going to put it on record that I would have a very hard time getting on board with something like that. These sorts of like formal, I don't know, I'm I'm not good at good at those. So if someone was like, I want us to regularly do like a formal assessment of our relationship and, you know, try to work on things and blah, blah, blah. I would have an extremely difficult time doing that. I mean, I've scheduled in like four four monthly reminders to my Google calendar once we have a baby just to remind myself just to pause for a minute and just be like, is this going well? Do we need to change shit? Is Are there things that we're doing wrong or doing well? Like, what do we need to adjust here? I mean, I definitely think that is healthy. I'm not saying that I don't think that. I'm just saying that, you know, this is me. <laughs> you know? This is this is little old self-destructive me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, come on, man. I'm not going to prophylactically address my issues. I mean, come on now. Yeah. You're you want to cram them, them into the, 
plaster approach. Yeah, well, I want to take, I want to have a tiny, tiny little container where I store all my problems. I want to shove them all in there until mm. the pressure is like the fucking core of the sun, you know? Mm. And then the whole thing explodes. That's the beauty. Yeah. That's the one you want, right? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> on that note, we got Sente Skill of the Week, but I think, I think that we've pretty much done this Skill of the Week already, unfortunately. So thanks for listening super well, Livia. She, uh, she says to us, if I can find it, can I find it? Uh, she says, I have a pizza-related skill that someone just told me about, but I don't know if you've covered it before. I think we've covered it in the context of French fries. Uh, uh-huh. What? Go on. Did you say my name or did you say uh-huh? <laughs> I said uh-huh. Okay, I thought you said Arnold, like you do when you want me to stop talking. <laughs> she said, if you're reheating via microwave... Uh, and then she says, which is obviously inferior to reheating using the oven. She's very much a pizza snob, first of all. Second of all, don't reheat your pizza. Uh, third of all, if you're doing it, add a little cup of water in a mug or something in the microwave along with it. Uh, and then only keep it in for a short time so the water never, doesn't have time to boil, blah, blah, blah. But apparently having the water in there keeps the pizza crisp. Uh, and I think I've said the same thing about French fries. I mean, you put a cup of water in when you're microwaving your French fries and then they aren't awful. That is very counterintuitive. Yeah, but she says, caveat, haven't tried it. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a classic calling Monroe skill. Classic economist, really, saying statements that they've never actually tried. Fucking absolutely. (laughs) I had a big, I had a huge, like, debate slash discussion about economics with my brother's friends the other day, and it was actually really good. And we, because they're all business slash economics people, and they were also talking about how it was just bullshit. It's great. Let's uh, keep that one for next week. Let's do uh, next week as well is our anniversary. Yeah. (laughs) See how I went with another letter there? (laughs) I didn't follow up your bubbas with birthday. (laughs) It is our first birthday because it's episode 50 and we've missed two weeks. One for Christmas, one for lazy. Uh, So 52 equals a year, roughly. So next week, everybody put your birthday hats on and celebrate our first birthday mm-hmm. uh, do you have any parting words Gooch G-Main an apple a day keeps anyone away if you throw it hard enough <laughs> 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 alright <laughs> it's a good skill it's yeah this is a it's a skill it's totally it's a totally different approach from all your other uh, parting words <clears throat> Normally they're uplifting yeah. and wholesome, and this one's the opposite. Was it not wholesome? No. Or I mean, it it is funny. So it's true. Give me something wholesome. And then I I will say, be kind. Mm. Bzzz. Uh, Moran, do you have any parting words? If someone wanted to send us a voice note of them singing "Happy Birthday" to us, then I wouldn't oh, yes, object please, to yeah. that. Everyone should, and we can. If enough people do it, we can do a little like a. Acapella. We are the world style. We are the world like, uh, you know, 100 million people singing the same shit mm, together or yeah. whatever, whatever. Yeah. Get, get Stevie Wonder involved and stuff. Uh, yeah, please do that. My parting words are going to be do that. Send to callingmore at gmail.com. I really need to go to the toilet. So I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, keep on trekking. <laughs> Goodbye, folks. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. If you're feeling low. There's one thing 
Your heart start to glow Calling Monroe Calling Monroe Calling Monroe